What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create Podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. On today's episode, we have Micah Elgin V. He's a lead singer and founder of the band Modern Day Fitzgerald, and his creativity is off the charts, as well as his love for the business behind the art. Uh, we we tackle a ton of topics centered around this idea of the merging of entrepreneurship and music. We also geek out on our love for Gary Vaynerchuk, and he shows me up because he actually got the Gary V shoes, and so it's time for me to step up my game and catch up. This is a great, uh, great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast. Well, dude, it is awesome to talk to you. One day we'll see each other in person again and then have whiskey or something, some cocktails at uh, at the Rhino. But, bro, a whole crazy year. I want to get into some of the things that you no doubt have learned into 2020. Uh, But first, just want to talk about really talk about you because you you have this songwriting ability music ability but then you're also creating these incredible videos uh you and your band modern day fitzgerald you you create these great promos uh and oh, i just i wanted to dive into what inspires that like especially the creativity and behind uh because a lot of bands they get the music part but it seems like you you get the the marketing piece but you make it so fun and i was wondering where that comes from for you that actually really does mean a lot. I appreciate you saying that. No, um, it's 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 funny because like so, uh, it started out like in 2016. We did a release show, and I uh, for like our first EP, and I was like, I'm doing everything right. My song is on the radio. I'm friends with the cool people in the scene. I got a cool gig. Let's go, and and we did the gig, and then I was like cool it's just you know friends and family and my ego got in the way where it's like but i wanted like like (laughs) rushes of people i want this and want that and it just didn't happen and then uh like i don't know like after that i took a step back and i was kind of realizing what am i doing and uh, i kind of realized that i am doing that what everyone is doing Hmm. they're they're doing the same thing where it's they're going on the same radio station, which is cool. It's great to have your song right. on the radio. They're going through the same, you know, like idea, like, cool, we got to play a show. We got to do this. But it's not. But everyone is doing the same thing. And that's when I realized, like, all right, you know, when you think about it in Kansas in, uh, uh, because I'm from Kansas City. So in the Kansas City music scene, everyone is at least during that time is doing the same, like has the same routine where it's like, you know, we're all doing the, you know, we have music, we book a show, we go tour the end. And, and which is, which is fine. And it works out for most, like for some people, but most people, you know, uh, it, it doesn't click. And And too often, I think people get on that cycle and then what happens is eventually you, you know, like I, I remember finding myself in landscaping for a while and yeah. doing all these different things where I almost just gave up on my dream. Cause that cycle doesn't always pay off if you can't find a way to break out of it. But, but yeah, I love what you're saying. Like, let's do something different. My, uh, I, I mention him almost every podcast now. So my wife calls him my Lord and savior, Gary V. Uh, he, he says, if you want to be an anomaly, act like one. 
And it seems like you're, you're living that idea out, but, but yeah, you can continue on that. I cut yeah. you off. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, uh, the, the thing behind that too, is that like, uh, same thing, um, uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk, I, I took a step back kind of analyzing everything and trying to realize like, what do I need to do to not only feel like I did something, but also, you know, controlled every variable that I can. And, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that I was watching a thing from Gary Vaynerchuk and he literally said like, <laughs> like, yo, Hey, bro, just document and create. That's all you got to do. And then like, it's, and then like he was doing an interview, like a thing with in someone's office and then in his office, he's like, the guy's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Everyone is doing the same thing, but they don't want to know just that they want to know who you are. They want to know right. what's going on. They want to relate to you. And I'm like, oh, they want to see you cook shit. shrimp scampi and things like that. Uh, actually, real talk, though. Yes. That's, <laughs> I, if you see some of my my uh, videos, I cook like like no other. So but I love it, man. That's a different I love story. It. But but that's the thing was like, yeah, document and create. You got to you got to figure out like, you know, it's like, hey, if you're recording something, don't wait. Like, let them know. See what's going on. You're, uh, at the same time, I'm not at a level of Justin Timberlake where I can be in a hiatus for like seven years and all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, 2020 experience. And I'm like, stadium I, look, tour. Like, no, you don't have like for me now, it's like I need you, I need you to relate to me or see what's going on as me as a musician, what I do every day. And I saw that and I'm like, cool. It's great because like I, you know, I love doing film stuff. I am like i know how to edit i know how to you know i've been doing that since high school so why don't i apply that rather than paying someone a thousand bucks every time to edit my stuff i'll just go ahead and do it myself and right. um all the things that i've done for like vlogs or behind the scenes stuff podcast or whatever is just the idea of like look i am now documenting and then creating for you to understand who i am as a human being and uh, at least the way I do it makes it, you know, who I am. And then I guess that kind of slowly picks up for people where it's like, oh, this promo that he did, it looks professional. It's like, yeah, because I did everything through iMovie. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> and that's, that's huge, though, man, for any, like, really entrepreneurs or, like, other musicians listening. It's like sometimes we get in this habit, like, I until I get that, right guitar or until I get that right piece of gear, I can't yeah. really do what I'm trying to do. But the reality is, is you can, you can start right now with some of the things that you have right in front of you. I love it. I started this band with a guitar from target, Miguel. Like <laughs> I, it's not with, it's in, it's in my closet, but it, what like, brand had, like target oh, brand. Oh, like, it's like, it's like a, I think they call it lion with the L Y N. Okay. And there's a lion on the guitar, uh, like on the thing. It looks like a uh, Fender Stratocaster. <laughs> the the strings are so high up, oh, and painful. it's like, but uh, during that time when I first started, it was like Jack White, let's go. And <laughs> and uh, the started your one, band with a guitar from Target. Started I a guitar, from, uh, yeah, awesome. with a. Uh, and a amp that I borrowed, but he never got it back because he never, uh, I tried, I texted him, but he never uh, responded back to get the amp back. But 
to be I honest, I have a few things like that, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think you went a step further. I, I don't know if I ever texted the people and it just kind of, yeah, and that's I a whole other bad. story. I'll, I'll have a confession booth later and <laughs> absolve me of my sins. <laughs> but no, like I, I started out with this, the gear that like I had and, you know, and people still went to my, my, my shows. People went like, they're like, I like it. I know what's going on with it. Uh, it's one art, one musician came to me as a, a very good friend of mine, Nathan Corsi from Not a Planet. He saw my shows like, dude, your sets was solid. And that, that meant a lot. But he also said to me, Micah, you also need a new guitar. And that's like, okay. It's <laughs> He's like, time. it's time. And I was like, all right, fine. It's time. I'll get a new guitar. And so I got a new guitar. <laughs> Sorry, I, I rambled on a little bit about that. But. No, it's great. I, I love the directions they take. And uh, so it sounds like for you, you just wanted to dive in. You had these skills and you said, why not apply this? Set myself apart. And I think that's something you are accomplishing and you and your crew are accomplishing because it, it inspires me. Like there's times I've literally thought, I think I've even said to Daniel, like, I wonder if we should hire Micah to do some promo because <laughs> I just, I love the creative ideas that you guys have, uh, but I don't have money to hire you. So that's <laughs> <laughs> not enough yet. Not enough yet, but maybe one day. One, you know, there is a story you shared with me in the past that I think would be great to share here because yeah. of, of what it, I think can offer other artists. And because you bring up Nathan Corsi and mm. I remember you applied yourself and put yourself out there to learn and grow Yes, uh, by, by offering to essentially be his guitar tech as you were yeah. trying to build your own career. Can you talk to me about that? And even what, you know, what led you to walk that road? Cause artists, we're not necessarily always the most humble people. We try to oh, get no, people to just come see all. us all the time. That's, that's our thing. Uh, but you showed great humility in this. So yeah. Where did that, yeah. where'd the idea come uh, from and what'd you learn? So basically it was like this. It was like, um, I graduated college um, and didn't have a job afterwards. So therefore I'm working like an everyday job and um, I wanted, you know, it's like, I'm like, Kansas City has a great music scene and I want to get into it. But, you know, like you want to make sure you're not going with the sketchy people. You want to go with like the, the right influential people this way. So of course, I don't know where to go. Uh, I went to school in, uh, Warrensburg, Missouri, uh, University of Central Missouri. Um, and I went to a show there, uh, uh, in Pine Street. And one of the bands that played was, uh, Not a Planet, uh, The Paper Clips, uh, uh, Braveheart? I, uh, I have the poster here, actually. Uh, but, um... And I went to the show and I saw Nathan Corsi play the show. And I was like, uh, from Not a Planet. And I was like, dang, like that is sick. He's great. And uh, afterwards, I, I kept tabs on them. I pressed like on their Facebook, listened to them, watched everything that they had on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, after I graduated college, I went to one of their shows. I was there super early. I didn't know that it's... It's supposed to start at 10, but I was there at eight because Facebook said it was eight. But that's a uh, trick for um, musicians where it's like, all right, people are going to come in not that time. So we're going to say eight o'clock, but then everyone will eventually show up in. at like 10, 15. Uh, yeah, I, I read that wrong because I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, like um, uh, Liam uh, from Nana Plan was like, hey, go hang out with us, you know? 
And then we talked and I let him know like, yeah, I kind of want to do the same thing you're doing. I just don't know where to start. I love your sound. You know, we started like, you know, chit-chatting and stuff like that to the point where Liam reached out to me. It's like, hey, do you want to like, quote unquote, intern from us? Just meaning like, hey, just hang out with us, like learn something that we're doing and, you know, help us out when we're going to shows. I'm like, 100%, let's do it. And uh, during that time, um, you know, I got, like, I learned everything from sending out emails to promoting to who to talk to in general kind of thing. And um, and there was this one time where uh, Not A Plan, I was opening up for Flogging Molly, uh, The Dirty Heads, uh, more morning per- no not uh, uh zz ward and then that's pretty much it and um i was like they're like hey can you help me guitar text like bet let's do it and from that on like i started like i have a whole story behind that but it's a different story but uh like and then when i was guitar teching for him like i learned now different things on like how to do things with gear like what gear do you need to have you know, how do you actually do a pedal board kind of thing to that? And, and all of a sudden, like, I started guitar taking him from, like, like other shows, like, for opening up for the Blues Travelers to so and so forth. Uh, weird stories. Sm- uh, Smash Mouth. That's a fun thing. But, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. But, uh, no, we, uh, you know, I learned so much through that. And when I, even smaller shows, and to the point where I met, different human beings in this scene through me guitar teching and the main thing i made sure to do is like to uh is you know be super kind super nice uh you know like just like making sure that i'm not like a prick basically and uh, uh i built so many connections with that and once i finally started my music up properly uh i had like people come to my shows because like you're a great guy like you're super nice you're not a jerk i'm gonna go to your show and like and, and your bandmates people- actually want to stay in your band and those kind of things yeah 100 percent. i mean yeah 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 ish yeah <laughs> ish <laughs> well you know in general like sometimes general. sometimes things change and switch around but i think that was something we learned as a band when run with it was going is like not being an asshole yeah. goes a long long way and there were people that we even as we did tryouts where we're like you're probably one of the best musicians out there but realizing oh he's just kind of an asshole and we don't want that vibe like because it can destroy so many things but oh I, yeah man i love that story and i, I appreciate hope that. other artists who are figure wanting to figure out like if they're in that place like i just want to get started like you were that they would hear that story and and just kind of have that humility to say, I'm going to walk out there and I'm put myself out there. It's, it's like a combination, like courage, humility at the same time, because yeah. it's a ballsy move to say, Hey, <laughs> show up at eight o'clock and, uh, Hey, uh, would you teach me? Would you help me? Uh, but also shows just, yeah, great humility. And it's, it's open. It's cool to hear how it's opened so many doors for you. It's, it's also the fact too, is that like, you know, like I, I was young and I didn't know what to want to do and as much as i want to say like yeah i want to be a rock star and party or whatever but at the same time it's like i want to make sure that i'm if i'm going to go to a music scene i want to make sure i'm doing it right and if i just go in like through basically it's like this if i go through in 
the only door that I know of and go through it, but you know, it's locked, but then all of a sudden there's other doors around that. It can go through the same thing. It's like, Oh, okay. I, I, there are every, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of variables that you can go through. Why not take like open all of them, at least do your best to see, see it through kind of thing. Yeah. Worst yesterday, analogy ever, I, but it went through. Yesterday I, I read a quote. I wish I could remember who was by, but they said, that essentially I'm boiling it down that yeah. an amateur is someone who has one great idea and just rides that through and a professional is one who's willing to try out multiple ideas and continue to follow the things that are in front of them. That's what it makes me think. I've been thinking about that one so much uh, since I read that yesterday, because I'm like, where, where have I done that? Where have I just had this great vision, but missed the things that may have been opening up around me. So yeah, yeah I love that with the doors. Uh, so entrepreneurship, and artistry i think that's one place where we have connected a lot because you have it seems like you operate in two different sides of your brain and i think that's that's kind of how i operate too some days i'm like here's the business end some days here's the artist end of it uh is that something that's always been in you since like even little like do you look back you know i was seven yeah and i was trying Uh, to start businesses those kind of things it's it's funny It's, it's it's like um you know, like when you're in middle school to high school, you have all these crazy ideas. And then like, well, oh, it'd be cool to do this. Oh, I'll be cool to do that. I'm the guy who actually is like, can I curse? I, I always want to yeah. make oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. Like, I was like, fuck it. it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll go ahead and like, you know, have at it. Um, uh, the, the biggest thing that I remember was in like after I, after I graduated high school, uh, before we went to college, we uh, a bunch of friends and I we made a basically a one hour action movie uh, with all of our friends and through that we I learned how to edit properly I learned how to write a script it just it was just for fun we knew like we tried to make the worst B movie ever basically <laughs> and now you can get that shit on Netflix like oh you know my what I'm saying God, right <laughs> that would have been and, brilliant but the, the, like like we went all out like i i learned how to like add like gun sounds i learned how to like edit to make you know fight moves look like fight moves kind of thing it honestly like it, it was still cool for like a like a 17 year old making making it and the, to make it even further we i rented out uh a bunch of friends of mine and rented out a uh, local theater to actually uh to premiere it i and love that <laughs> and what we did, I didn't have a job. So I got all the change from my car, all the stuff underneath my couch. My friends did the exact same thing. I kid you not. It was like this much of change. It was like $100 worth of change. And that's how we paid for the theater. Remaining of that money went to buying concessions as well. So when people come in, they could also pay for uh food and drinks and everything i went even further and got like a like a opening act someone playing music to do it as well so it was literally someone playing music and then you're premiering your movie kind of thing um to go even further we had a red carpet and it like (laughs) honestly but here's the thing the best the best thing of that like for that was um it when people came in and like started watching it, I've I've never made something 
that was like just so pure of like like excitement and like heart and and all of a sudden like people are like laughing or like literally clapping at like the moments that just like jumped in where it's like I did a thing where I jumped off like a banister and I was like shooting a gun kind of thing and it, it edited it to look like Slow I actually mo. did it and people were like oh my god yes and like people were clapping and like, <laughs> I was a director in the back I was like watching everybody like oh thank god people love it oh this feels so nice <laughs> and it, it was a it was the fact that like you know you put your like you tr you do everything so hard and put your soul into it to the fact of like oh uh like you know like people enjoy it people are actually like not like necessarily like an ego way like enjoying everything i made but the fact right. that they're having fun kind of thing Absolutely. and uh for that we made i think we made i i think we broke even or we made over on what we uh what we intended to do but with car floor change you made you made a profit and then we sent all that money to like a uh like a donation thing for i think back then in invisible children so uh um, oh, okay uh but yeah like speaking of entrepreneurship though like that's where like my mind is all the time where it's like what what can we do to do this what mm -hmm. you know what materials that we have can can we actually make this happen kind of thing so in general um, i it just sounds like you make shit happen. That's what you're going to do. If you get an idea in your head, like let's bring it to fruition. And then there are times where it's like, Oh, I fucked up. And, and I, and I, I recover back and I kind of like analyze every situation, which is really bad for me, bad for my anxiety, <laughs> but I do analyze it to the point where it's like, okay, well, I fucked this up. What can I do better? All right. So maybe next time when I had an opportunity to do this again, I'll go ahead and go this way properly. So, yeah. Well, and that's something I, I have to work on is the idea of giving myself grace because I get so intense about things and constantly yeah. analyzing, analyzing. I, I think over this last year, that's something I've had to do is, is just like, how do I give myself grace in this? I was like, here's the wins. I'm going to celebrate that. I learned from these things here, but instead of just beating myself up over and over 100%. again, but I almost think that's part of, that entrepreneurial mindset as well, because you want to do better. Like it's just the thing that's ingrained in all of us who are, who are doing this, at least walking this path, I think. I mean, the, the thing about being a musician too, it's, it, it's, it's crazy because again, I, I think we talked about this before. It's that like when you're becoming a independent musician, when like you're first seeing it, you literally think, Oh, cool. You go tour, you go to a nice like venue you play a show you get trashed uh you see girls or or uh whatever and then like and then all of a sudden like you go to the next thing and do it again like no like it's when you go think about it yes you could have that lifestyle but out of anything it's a business yeah like like everything about this place is this whole scene this industry is a business like every uh, uh, like when you play a show, you want to make sure you're doing this for like, you know, you want to make sure you're going to the right people or the right venues or whatever. Uh, you want to make sure that, you know, you're promoting it correctly. I think that's one of the biggest opportunities that like, you know, 
most musicians need to do is like like how do you promote properly in order for people to come in and whatnot and uh at the same time too like what uh what connections can you make as well and Mm -hmm. uh for me entrepreneurship is all about like what variables do you have and what can you control basically it's awesome man so over 2020 uh life shut down for a lot of us in the arts world and uh and but what i noticed at least for myself a lot of other conversations i had other artists that that extra time seemed to allow for a lot of inward like introspection and and growth. Is there something over the last year, even though I know we're in 2021 now, we all just want to look ahead and look forward. Yeah. But is there something that sticks out to you? Like this is something I learned by, by looking inside with this extra time. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. Cause like I, for 2020, like I, as much as I did some things, you know, I did some, like, I, we did a few podcasts uh, and whatnots, or we did, you know, a few things here and there, but one of the biggest things is, like, I'll admit right away, it's, like, 2020, it's, like, oh, shit, like, you actually, like, it's more of a realization first, where it's, like, oh, shit, like, you can't play shows, if you can't play shows, how are you supposed to make money? It gets oh, everything for, for an original if, band, man. If venues at the same time, if venues can't make money, they're gone. Where are you going to play mm. next? And then at that, that's the case. Like, oh, shoot. If venues, not just here in Kansas City, but everywhere, if they're gone, how are we supposed to tour? And then all of a yeah. sudden it becomes a big spiral thing. So then um, one of the biggest things now, it's like, all right, how do you adapt? You can, I can go ahead and complain about a shit ton of things. And it's still won't get me where I'm supposed to be. So right. therefore you adapt kind of thing where it's like, all right, fam, uh, what do I need to do? Um, do I, uh, and then I kind of like know those people are doing is like, you know, they're doing Facebook live, Instagram live video, like concerts, which is super dope. Like I love when people do that and why not? Uh, the catch is too, it now and now became oversaturated, yeah. not just for musicians, but then you have, you know, people like, oh, I, I want to do this just for like, you know, for having fun, which is great. But now it's oversaturating the market in either for um, uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatnot. And once it becomes oversaturated, you know, as a consumer, you're like, uh, TikTok, let's see what's going on there instead kind of thing. So like and then you kind of like i later realized like all right we need to adapt um so one of the biggest things that we did was uh after when things kind of cooled down but not like you know it, it cooled down enough where we did a uh recording at our favorite venue the rhino and mm-hmm. uh we did like a five song <laughs> ep and did like live coverage of us playing a show and yes, everything was COVID protocols. Every every crew member was wearing a mask. I was like not hugging people or whatever. There was no people. And that's no a hard one audience. for a lot of artists is like being out and not like just interacting with people like that close. I'm a close talker. I'm exactly. a hugger, all that kind of stuff, especially you get whiskey flowing. Oh, 100%. That. Well, so for, for the for that whole thing is that like, cool. We have five songs, we got a five song EP, those five videos, that's our, we, uh, I, I made sure at least during 2020, I'm productive enough where I can like make something. So 
at least we had those five videos where it's like, cool, this is our, either our, can be part of our electronic press kit. This is a thing where someone says like, hey, do you have a video of your band playing? Yeah, man, boom. And we also added fake audience sounds. But nice. for us, we know it's fake. But if you give it to someone else, like, oh, it's like you're playing for Saturday Night Live. Like, that's super dope. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's real. It's It was 100%. brilliant. It was Saturday yeah. Night Live. Oh, like, 100%. And it's a little like, different vibe, but, you know. But, like, the, 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 what, the what we did is, like, cool. If we do that, we're going to go ahead and, like, you know, we have some content enough to help build value for us itself too. And mm-hmm. um, the whole idea behind that though, is like, I want to make sure we're doing something different enough where it's like, we're being, uh, first off, like I said, we're adapting. We always want to make sure that, you know, we're doing something different than most people are doing mm-hmm. where it can now be actually recognized and not saturated. So um yeah, like that's one of the main things. Uh, at the same time, we we like I made sure to take a step back on most things as well. Uh, it's uh, because you know there were like one like there were great protests that actually were happening. You know, Black Lives Matter, to, uh, and uh, we want to make sure like for me personally, I didn't want to like oversaturate my my content with that. Where it's like like Black Lives Matter. Also, Modern Day Fitzgerald is a wonderful band. <laughs> Check us out and look. I can follow Spotify. Like, no, no. Like, I want to make sure. It's like all the know. famous people who put out the Imagine video right when oh. the lockdown started. And, and it just fell so flat. And everyone's giving it so much shit because they're like, oh, you guys were just bad. No one was paying attention to you. Where people could yeah. almost see through the pandering that was happening as opposed to honest, like, hey, we're, we just want to let you know, like, as a band or as a person, we support yeah. this and no i get you but yeah and like so we made i made sure like at least during that like i mean it's still happening but like at least like the the major majority of the protests like i'm not oversaturating that as well not like uh covering it up with my like stupid band and like and whatnot where like i want to make sure to you know like talk more about the important stuff but at the same time, I have to take a step back and like, you know, make sure I'm doing that. And, you know, at, at the same time, it's, it was really cool taking a step back as well, just because you didn't really realize like, like, all right, well, you know, like learning how, like how to adapt properly or learning how to, you know, make sure what content do I actually need to put out now kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool, man. And I that inspires me a ton, even even as I'm planning my next steps. I have several strategies in the works and, but I love that focus that you have of how do I set myself apart? Cause yeah, like we could all do the same thing, run the same cycle, check off the boxes. But at the end 100%. of the day, we're, we're probably not accomplishing the thing that we want to. So now the, the last two questions, of course, uh, I, cause I love, I love all the nuts and bolts and the strategies but I also love the behind the scenes. I love music theory behind music. (laughs) And, but but I love the philosophy, like almost like the operating systems that we're running off of mentally, uh, emotionally, uh, physiologically. So for you, when you think of living a great life, what does that mean to you currently? Living a great life. Uh, it's, it's crazy because it, I'll bet 2020 kind of like altered that a little bit, uh, Hmm. where it's like, you know, um, 
at least like you know at least pre-covid or pre-pandemic like living a great life uh for me i wanted to accomplish everything i wanted this this is this is a real like a real thing is like i wanted to be like kansas city's like donald glover and like like to the point where it's like he's doing everything he's doing music he's like he's making shows he's doing this and the whole idea of him, like him like at least even like during early challenge gambino stages is that he like he had the mentality of like you know s- you know staying up late writing and then two hours later hustling going to a shoot through. hustling and pushing and yeah. i i love that I, I i didn't like that inspired me to hustle a little bit more in this band as well um and yeah yeah and almost everything he does is like flawless too that's what's exactly i'm like how uh but that said (laughs) that said like when 2020 hit you know you took the step back you know i was uh you know before i had to go back to work i was on lockdown a little bit so you kind of like later realized like oh shoot like 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 you go through your facebook memories and you're like i want to Oh, I should travel more. Oh yeah, like you know, it'd be really cool. I should probably hang out with this person again. You go keep scrolling, mm-hmm. like you know what? Maybe I should do like this, or you know, or like I should probably organize. I need to learn more cooking. I need to learn more recipes. And so, like, like I don't know. Like for me now, it's like great music is like like I'm I'm still about the hustle, like the hustle, like the hustle and grinding or whatever. But of course like moderations and whatnot but like yeah now now it's like uh what makes my great life would be like you know just spending the time with people you love and uh because once you do that like i i'm i'm a i'm a giver like you know where it's like i love giving value to people like not just in music scene but like in general like mm-hmm. i i i just love you know making sure everyone is taken care of for sa- like or whatnot and uh you kind of later realize like you know like life is short like you know it's a it's a good thing just to spend time with people that you really do care about and right. and then you know just be there every like in every step of the way because you never know like things you kind of later realize in during this 2020 like things get crazy and yeah you want to make sure to <clears throat> at least create it you know memories for whatever like with well whoever you're with kind of thing well and us being you know friends on facebook i see you living that out as well uh the things that that you share no doubt there's many more things you don't share uh, but just a lot of pictures of you and your family, uh, you and your yeah. sister, uh, <laughs> I think wasn't on nah. your social media. There's even like one, one whole like stream of, it's just you and your sister. And I, that's an encouraging thing to see because I do know your mindset and how focused you are. I relate to that, but I also feel you on this. We can miss those moments and miss those people around us all too often. And, you know, like it, I mean, like, I guess to, uh, conclude all of that is that like life is short why um you know i don't want to be like another scrooge where it's like you work so hard and get all that like success and money but then you miss everything 
that you know the journey of it so yeah i think i think uh now that i want to what i want to do is make sure to you know spend extra time with people and at actual you know and, and appreciate it kind of thing so and it man it, it just it does it goes so fast that's 2020 i had a similar journey where i was i have such a like go 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 person like the 100%. band we get off tour i would clean out the van and then i pile my whole family up in in the van and then we go drive somewhere else for a whole week as a family like i just always wanted to be going where i found myself it was about a month a month and a half ago we were driving home one night and i was like you know what's crazy i can't wait to get home and you know i'm 40 now i don't know how often i've ever had that thought i always wanted to go somewhere well thank you man thank you (laughs) don't look 40 (laughs) but uh but, and that's the other thing is our oldest is looking at colleges now. Oh, and wow. I, I swear to God, he was just five yesterday. Uh, but instead he would like, he started going on tour with us uh, and we'd play a college and all the college girls thought he was in college. We had to explain to him that he's only in high school, you know? And, but yeah, it's like those moments, really, if you get to the end, you accomplish all those goals, the, the big goals that we have, but you lose all the most important things around you. Was it even worth it at that yeah. point? And now I think there's such great examples of people who have made it or whatever it is, reach some of those goals, but somehow have a good family life. We see a perspective of what their families look like. Yeah. And that, to me, that's inspiring. It's like, you can do both. You just have to be patient and, and uh, in a sense, like just have more peace in yourself. I mean, like when I was young, um, one of the biggest things that, I was doing was basically like, you know, I was a very closed off person where it's like, you know, I was like, you know, all right, uh, if I'm not working, I'm at home. I'm, I'm, I'm now working even more at home. I'm doing this and, you know, relationships, what are those get away from me? Like I'm all about the art. I used to be like that kind of mindset where it's like, you know, like don't call me i'm still working but then later you realize like <laughs> i i it was insane but like later do you later realize where it's like you know like there are people who wants to see you succeed there are people who wants you wants to see you happy as well kind of thing and uh it's it's you know like after you later realize that you're like okay i can get behind it i'm still like learning how to like do that kind of thing yeah. but no, i feel I you know it's I, but i know it's important and yeah. i could but when, when, like when i see it it like it means the world basically yeah and i i feel like i'm i'm wrestling like that thing for me right now it's that thing i was sharing about like how do i have grace of myself while still being 100%. this driven person because it's like i'm i'm trying to get all my blocks of time going and today I was going, started at 4.40 in the morning and I'm hustling, but then, you know, my bike broke and this, like, like all these yeah. things started throwing me off and I'm getting angry and starting to get frustrated and I'm running behind. And, but then is that moment of trying to remind myself, okay, this is that moment I could teach myself. Just, it's all right. You, you still accomplish, you know, four or five things before 7am. So I think we're okay, Miguel, like, yeah. and just get back on track and, and go. And, but that's hard. That's hard. And I don't want to lose the drivenness, but I don't want to lose the people around me as exactly. well. And it sounds like you're on that same one. So now thinking about creating great things, what does that mean to you right now? Creating the best thing, like it, again, 2020, like 
put things in perspective where, you know, before I was trying to make things where it's like, what would sound cool? What 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 would get me on the radio? Like like what 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 would be cool to like, you know, get like uh, this is before where it's like what like what 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 would I do to uh, get this girl's attention? Like like, huh? And like and then l- later you realize where it's like, no nah, man, you gotta make something for yourself, kind of thing. And um, and that is the most cliche thing where it's like, you gotta be true to yourself, but I kind of slowly am realizing that right now. Um, so right now, um, I have to say this very carefully. Modern day Fitzgerald is not recording an album. And, um, so, uh, (laughs) it's not (laughs) recording an album quotes, (laughs) but, and, and like, and, the, well, okay. So, out of anything, like we're, like, I, when we started like writing and everything, where I kind of like realized that like you know there are some songs I kind of want to write and whatnot, mm-hmm. and um, it's cool now because you're I'm now setting a time to do things that I want to do or making things that I want to create kind of thing, and um, right now is um during this whole process is that um, we're, we're treating this album like we're writing a TV show, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, we're, like we're, treat, we're treating it like if I'm Donald Glover making Atlanta or if I'm Aziz Ansari making Master of None, I'm like treating it like, like you know, you have writers in the room, you're, you're writing things out, you're having a, like a storyline. Like, it's a whatnot. great idea, man. And at the same time, when we're having like, you know, writing sessions like over Zoom, where we're talking about like different things that we want to accomplish through said quote. So um, right now, like uh, what I guess the major question is like, uh, what do I like? What do I see if like like when I create? Is that, is that correct? Or uh, what do you what does it mean to you to create cool. great things? And it, if you want to change the question around to fit, no, no, no. Where you I, want I just, to go? I'm open to it. So, I mean, like, out of anything for us is that, like, now it's, you know, I, when I'm like, when we started writing now and making like new songs, like, I'm actually excited to play these songs, you know, <laughs> where it's like I don't have to worry about like before I had to worry about like crazy jazz chords and like you know maneuvering your fingers around. I I love that, but now it's like. No, I'm I'm writing a fun pop song and where like you can imagine yourself running on stage and like waving at people playing guitar like that is <laughs> that is the songs that we're writing where it's like we're having fun and and whatnot. I mean like there's I I didn't laugh because when we were in the studio I constantly would would work with the band and our producer at the time and they would just laugh because I was like, really, at this part is when we could have like fire pop up on the stage. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, Jesus, man, it's fire and synth. Those are the two things. I wanted more synth at all times. And then I was dreaming of how we could incorporate fire when we played it loud or played it live. And, and that's how I would see our songs as we wrote it. So when, I, I feel you. That. When we were uh, so we we're having a very safe COVID recording session and. Uh, uh, we were we were recording drums and uh, bass, 
Um, so they didn't really need me, but then something was off. So I was like, all right, let me play with you to get the vibe in. So everyone we were playing, I was just like, just having fun, like just playing the chords. And I was just like running around like, all right, it's the part where like someone's soloing and I'm going this part of the stage and I'm like running like, da, da, da. and then like, I'm running over here. I'm like waving and then I'm going, let's go this way. And like, and the, my drummer was like, yeah. And he's like, so into it. And like, we're just like making fun and having fun with it. And I don't know, like it's uh, the reason I mentioned all of that stuff is that like, I'm like, like when you're creating something, you want to like, you want to make sure that you're releasing something or creating something that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think sometimes, especially when you have that, like, like the business mindset, you kind of like are trying to figure out like, all right, what song sells? What kind of song sells? Okay. We want something more like now, uh, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I guess um, uh, Sean Mendes is a great thing. Can we make something like that? Let's add a little bit of so on and so forth on top of and that. And then do you mumble rap? Could you mumble rap too? That would oh, be great. Dude. Like right in the bridge. Yeah. That would that would be awesome. And uh, yeah. The <laughs> and, and like again, that's great. If you're having right. fun that way, 100%. Absolutely. Go for it. But then if you're just doing everything because of a formula, take a step back. Right. So... Um, and when yeah. and I find often the the formulas or even like music theory, those things can inform. But at the end of the day, it's usually the songs that break the conventions that something about it felt right, and so they went in this direction or went in that direction, apart from the formulas, apart from from the the basis and the foundation of what people are used to is what, exactly. what made it unique. And I, I think of Billie Eilish, where when she first came out, I think one reason she hit so hard was the production was completely different and her approach was yeah. completely different than when now everybody is coming in with the same kind of vibe and, and emulating that. But I remember just, I was like, this is so fresh. Or when Lizzo's uh, uh, truth hurts, it's that's, yes. that's what it's called. Right. When the first time I heard that again, at the moment, it was just so fresh. Like, wow. I have, I feel like I haven't heard anything like that. And it had to be unique, it had to come from and break, really break the, the norms which now it made the new norms that someone else is going to break in the end and it's so crazy with lizzo too is that like she started like seriously out like us i want to say there's a hundred yeah. like you know well, she worked her ass off for so long she she was like sleeping in her like van kind of yep. thing when touring and like like first time I ever heard of her was through a small independent artist. And hmm. now she's like freaking like playing like Super Bowl type concerts now where it's like insane. Right. I I'm like, I'm so proud of you. A hundred percent proud of you. Yeah, she busted her ass. And that's what so many people don't see the 10 years in the making to get there. Just like when Kendrick Lamar, you know, broke out, like he had a wealth of music and impact, oh, yeah. you know, like leading up to that. And, and yeah, it's, it's amazing to see. Amazing and, to see. And speaking of which, when we're, since, since we're talking about that, it's like, uh, Childish Gambino, when he, like Donald Glover, when he first started the uh, project, it was during literally 2006, 2007. 
it started out like as a college like hangout like i'm having fun type thing hmm. he's making fun of like little wayne rapping kind of thing so he's like rapping like little more nasally but then uh it just slowly from went from that to like it's kind of then became his therapy session to his like now it's like Redbone kind of thing. Yeah. Or this now is America, it's iconic like, and you see clips from This Is America and and people like are they, related, they know yeah. who it is and it's made a stamp on culture. But but that's and, where it grows from. Yeah, he was legitimately having fun at his college dorm room making fake Lil Wayne raps. That's all it was. <laughs> Back to, I think, where it sounds like you're coming from is creating something great means being true to yourself and and really having a passion and joy for it is what I hear you saying. Yes, 100%. That's cool, man. That's Yesterday, I was talking to a friend and, and slash mentor, and I was asking him, you know, I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes, that I don't necessarily want to talk about right now. One day I will, <laughs> but um, it was basically saying I want to do A, but to do A, I need to I need B. Yes, but I don't know shit about B. <laughs> and I go, should I just quit doing A for a while and and learn B? And he goes, well, do you want to do B? Do you have any passion to learn that thing? And I was like, honestly, not at all really I, I just don't he goes well maybe you should just find somebody else that you can partner with to do it and it was that so it was a decision I've been stressing for over so long and I'm like no you're right and it freed me up and and he, we just kept talking about that idea like where is your passion go after that because it's essentially if you're not passionate about it you can't work through all the bullshit that's inevitably going to come to make 100%. that thing happen and that's what I've seen happen over and over again for myself as well so, well, man, thanks for making the time is great to catch up yeah, think- on, on this. And, uh, I'm looking forward to see the next steps and next iteration of, of what you do on your own and what you guys do as a band. It'll be awesome, man. If you want to keep this for your recording as well, this would be cool too. Okay. But, uh, speaking of Gary Vaynerchuk, little bonus. I got this. Nice. These are the Gary Vaynerchuk shoes as well gary v love right there bro oh my god it's dope it's like this one says like positive and okay can you really see it like positive it's in there yeah and then optimism and then yeah i'm super jealous it's (laughs) i hate to say this but i literally got these for 25 bucks (laughs) i saw it and then i was like are you fucking kidding me no one was, no one's <laughs> getting these. And I, I told the guy, bro, I want those K Swiss, like K Swiss. And like he saw me, I was wearing Jordans and everything too. It's like, He's yeah, like, I want K Swiss. Like, are you sure? Shut up. Give me those shoes right now. Are you sure? <laughs> I want. Man, I don't even. I don't feel like I can even claim he's my my business lord and savior now because <laughs> I don't have the shoes and you do. That's that's brilliant. <laughs> but no, honestly, too, like those are the most comfortable shoes I ever wore. I are wear they? them. Like I thought. I thought I'm just gonna wear them for like just business meetings. No, I'm wearing like almost every other day. Nice, comfy. And see, I I'm like Jordans all the way, and uh, and then my running shoes that I wear a ton. Those are like. The, the things that I'm always in. So yeah, I'll, I'll need to check it out. I need to jump on and become a legit Gary V fan. 
a legit I mean, one. honestly, just do it now. It's like- Thank you for listening to the Live and Create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review. The Live and Create podcast.